so, for example, the last podcast I did, which I wanted to do, and I stand by the basic uh, movement of it and the dynamic of it and what I was actually attempting to say there, was essentially half-baked. It wasn't really fully cooked and uh, more as a as a as a creative effort rather than as uh, related to the substance of it um, this uh, podcast um, I hope is more fully baked mainly because I've lived it and because I've lived it it um, it feels like it's authentic. These are words you know but because I've lived it I feel I can sign it in blood. Let me give you an example of a, an artistic project which is entirely unhalf-baked, or rather fully baked and fully cooked and ready to go. That would be the amazing, what's today sometimes called a tabletop, but we used to say coffee table book, that has been produced by um, John Harris Harper in Birmingham, a coffee table book entitled Witnesses to the Light. And this book is a parish history of the Cathedral Church of the Advent. That is to say, it fits the genre of books that are called parish histories, and there are thousands of such books. It fits the genre, but it bursts completely out of the genre, or rather, fulfills the genre so um, completely that it is truly an astonishing um, production. It is called Witnesses to the Light, and it is a kind of artistic, um, it is an art book, could, be, could have been done by Abrams, of the all the various... Um, windows and uh, church furniture right down to the ecclesiastical um, vestments and uh, hassocks and uh, um, bits of painted wood in the old Episcopal Cathedral in the city of Birmingham that is not half-baked because it has been put together by sensibility, and I assume this is John Harris Harper's, uh, someone I know for many years. I think John put this together in a theological and spiritual matrix that organized all the elements into something that is uh, really much larger than the sum of its parts. Most parish histories, and I think I probably read about 350 of them. I say that that's uh, I don't want to be half baked here. I have haunted the Payne Library of Virginia Theological Seminary of the Episcopal Church, and I've haunted the uh, wonderful library at the General Theological Seminary in Chelsea, New York City for decades studying uh, old parish histories of Episcopal parishes, looking for um, evidence and signs of the uh, church conflicts that erupted in the church in relationship to the Oxford movement in the middle part of the 19th century. And uh, many parishes were actually founded to um, be exponents of the Oxford or Anglo-Catholic movement, what's now called Anglo-Catholicism, but was then called the Oxford movement. And uh, many parishes took very determined stances against this kind of ritualistic <clears throat> version of the prayer book. It may seem small potatoes to us today, but there was a period when I studied hundreds of old parish histories, and what you always found out is that you never found out found what you were looking for. If you wanted to find out the real story, what was really going on in a parish, its vestry, its founding fathers, its, uh, its uh, founding rectors or, and staff, 
you almost never found it. You just found long lists, usually written by people 50, 60 years after the fact, long lists of vestry and clergy and curates and senior wardens and endowed gifts and so forth, but you never found what you were looking for because presumably the people that wrote these parish histories and were interested in writing them were not, in fact, interested in that which was the material reason the parish had come into existence or had had some uh, conflict. And so you never found out what really was going on. And because I've been in church life for so many years, uh, there's always something going on. Sometimes it's very interesting. Sometimes it's very um, tertiary that becomes interesting when it becomes primary, and then it destroys people on all sides of various contested points, from haberdashery to substance and theology. Now, um, what John Harris Harper has done is he has, with an overriding theological commitment and concern as a practicing Christian in the now, he has uh, organized all the material related to the um, formal aspects of the life and the history of the Church of the Advent, and he has put it in a very quiet way. He has edited it and redacted it in such a way that a great spiritual vision, or at least evidence of a spiritual vision and an, sort of the concomitant. The, 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 the growing aggregate of historical memories creating something like a genuinely Christian environment of faith, community, believing, and hope. <clears throat> and he has uh, researched all sorts of letters. He has a letter from Margaret Mitchell, the writer of Gone to the Wind, that is to be seen to be believed. He has a, a discussion of some of the early Adventers who were people who were remarkable people of social conscience, despite the apparent rep of in you know, the, the, the sort of common life of this country in Birmingham. Uh, when you get into anything really at depth, anything from Fort Lee, New Jersey to Birmingham, Alabama, you find depth and power. If you go deep enough, Cousins said that any human life is of great interest if you actually take the time to study it and to find out about what was really happening in a person. Well, Harper has done this in the Church of the Advent, and the book, with its many sidebars, its many uh, excursi, its hysterically funny anecdotes in many points, and its brilliant photographs, and a beautiful coverage, and its very um, high-class but appropriately so, I mean that to say refined presentation, this uh, book is not half-baked. It took John, I think, at least two and a half years to do the work with a tremendous team of associated people who loved the church or who understood it, and in some cases just knew about publishing. Now, I hope that this brief podcast will also be non-half-baked. It's short and sweet, and it relates to the insight that you can find in the poems, especially the later uh, poems of Percy Bysshe Shelley. 